Hello, everybody, and welcome into this episode of the Off the Top of My Head podcast. As you can tell, uh, this podcast is going to be a little bit different. There's no intro there, and this might even be a little bit heavier than I normally have or talk about on the podcast. I wanted to talk to you about a good friend of the family. His name is Steve, and Steve has recently passed away. But I wanted to kind of describe to you a little bit about him and how this affects some of the people around me. But first, I want to describe the relationship. So I had a good friend growing up. She was actually on one of the past podcasts. Her name was Kristen, and I used to work with her at a supermarket um, back when we were growing up. And her and my wife were actually really good friends. And when I had met my wife, she gave the thumbs up for my wife to contact me to begin dating. So that was, you know, only part of our story on how my wife and I got together. But we continued to remain friends with the family. And I don't recall the specific moment that I had met Steve. I just, I can't, I'm thinking back as to when it may or or when it could have been. And I just don't recall it. Um, but what I can remember is Steve's incredibly firm handshake. (laughs) I mean, this was handshake of a man and, uh, you know, he had a a deeper voice and somebody from a physical stature, uh, commanded authority for the room. He was a little bit taller. Well, he was much taller than me. Um, you know, so I felt not intimidated, but you felt like you were in the presence of, um, uh, a man, I mean, again, with, a strong, firm handshake. And it's funny because, you know, as I get to know more about myself, I don't typically connect with people like Steve who have that type of um, character to them. But he was different. And there was there was something else there which kind of made me curious. I think, you know, part of it obviously was the relationship with the family. And, you know, I wanted to explore accepting him a little bit more into my circle and try to interact with him a a little bit more. And, you know, for those listening, it's not meant to be in any kind of negative fashion. It's just the way that I felt about it. You know, when you first meet somebody, it's like, you know, you kind of have some curiosities about the individual and, you know, what they're really like and so on and so forth. So over time, I got a chance to know Steve couple different events, you know, some parties and, you know, maybe we just see out in the community, you know, you get to know somebody a little bit better. And I got to know Steve a little bit better and just known him as a, a firm, but, but fair man, for sure. Uh, he raised three daughters. <laughs> so I guess you had to be somewhat firm. I mean, the girls, uh, you know, were just taking some time this past weekend reflecting on, um, some of the things that he used to do as a dad and look, you got to keep three daughters in line. Then that's, you got to do those kind of things. Uh, But there was, if there's a few uh, stories and instances with, with Steve and myself that I just wanted to share. Uh, First, I think one of my first things with Steve was he would put me on a distribution list for joke emails. So these were, you know, just, I guess jokes that he collated and, you know, had found 
and he had me on a distribution list. I don't even know how many other people were on this list, but I know I was on there. And, uh, you know, full, full disclosure, oh, maybe you hear my cat. She's cackling at the birds while I'm recording this. So um, full, disco- full disclosure was one of those things where, you know, I was starting to get a lot of emails and I felt like they were almost coming through on a daily basis. And I almost, I almost, almost put them to the junk folder because I didn't have the heart to say to Steve, <laughs> Steve, you're flooding my inbox with uh, emails. Uh, because again, here's my impression is, you know, here's somebody who is, you know, has an intimidating handshake and, you know, you just never know how the conversation's going to go. Plus, so, so that it is, again, it is, it is what it is. So uh, I didn't say anything. And I just, you know, I guess at the end, I just had some clarity and said, you know what, this isn't, it's not hurting me. It's not putting me out that much. I'll just, I'll read when I want to read and I'll delete when I need to delete sort of thing. So, you know, Steve, I appreciate you sending me the emails. It did present moments of levity in the day. So uh, I appreciate you thinking of me enough to have me on that distribution list. Uh, the next thing was when uh, probably, I don't know, seven or eight years ago at this point, I actually started making my own limoncello. So for those of you who aren't familiar with limoncello, limoncello is a liqueur made with lemons and vodka or lemons and grain um, that are somewhat aged over a period of time and and is used as a a cordial mostly or a digestivo, as they say, after a meal. And uh, I would give a bottle to Steve and, you know, (laughs) he he was really appreciative because um, he said that he had to do tremendous and quick quality control on it. And he started just asking me about the process of making it and, you know, wanted to know all the kind of nuances of it. So it it was great to know that I gave a bottle of limoncello to him and he consumed it and enjoyed it and enjoyed it so much that he wanted to have the conversation to figure out how, how it was all done. So that was another story that stood out for me. Uh, another one was his love of photography. So as some of you may know from listening to the podcast, I started photography learning on my own back in 2000 and kind of self-taught. But then over the years, obviously learned things from other people. And I've come to, I came to learn that Steve was into photography. Uh, he was a Nikon guy, which I will not hold against him. Typically, Canon users do, but um, did not hold that against him at all. Uh, And it just was a pleasure talking to him about the art. He was curious about my photography, which I'm always happy to talk to. But I'm also curious about what he loved about it. And I think he loved capturing family moments I think he loved capturing nature and I loved, I think he loved capturing the places that he's been to, to document it. And he was also too into the digital part of it and editing and making a, an image the best that it could. So I always, you know, from that time on, again, I can't remember what specific year that was where we really started talking about it, but I can remember almost every time after that, we would talk about something about photography, whether it would be a camera or a lens or even a certain technique. So that's something 
that all hold uh, pretty close. And I think one of the most important things, and I don't know that he has he had a direct say in this, but I'm certainly he has his say. Uh, every year, one of his daughters holds a Christmas dinner. And during this Christmas dinner, the family's invited. And the family is uh, the uh, the parents, Steve and his wife, Elaine, three sisters and any spouses um, or guests that they had want to bring. But what was interesting about it is my wife and I are the only two non-family family members that are invited to this Christmas dinner. And I, I always, I always reflect back on that because it's not something that they need to do. This is, that is their family time. And it's those family members, which are closest to one another. And I can't tell you how appreciative my wife and I are to know that Steve and his family have let my wife and I into that circle during that Christmas dinner. Anytime we get the invitation, we're glad to accept it. Anytime I talk about it, I talk about the love that the family has for us, that that they include us in that. And that will never be forgotten. And it is going to be sad it's going to be sad when Steve is not with us for next Christmas dinner, for sure. But I will most likely eat his portion of bread, <laughs> gladly. Um, but I hope we sit around the table and have great discussion about past Christmas dinners and also past things that uh, made his life great and we can help celebrate uh, that way. So just this past weekend, we, you know, had gotten word that he had fallen ill and my wife and I went to go uh, visit him. And when we went there, he, he was resting uh, clearly on some medication to make him comfortable. And we woke him up to say hello. And he immediately opened his eyes. He knew exactly who we were, who we were. And just out of instinct almost going back to the first time that I met him, I extended my hand for a handshake. And I got the same firm handshake that I got when I met him. So it was one of those situations where you're like, wow, here's somebody who clearly is uncomfortable and yet has enough presence to give a firm handshake despite his condition. So we visited with the family for a while and I know they appreciated us being there. I think it was a welcome distraction and we even had a few laughs. There were laughs about um, things that Steve used to do again, trying to wrangle in the three daughters uh, with certain scenarios and his love of sailing. He loved to sail and I got the backstory on how Steve got into sailing. Uh, he was very handy around the house. They did a lot of projects together as a family and I think he passed a lot of those skills on to uh, his daughters. 
and uh, it just was a good time to reflect. And then, but it it was time to go, you know, the family had to, you know, tend to things and uh, my wife and I were leaving and and on our way home, we actually were going by my parents' house and I'm thankful to have both of my parents still alive. And we decided to stop by just unannounced because I think, you know, you're reflecting back and you, you take a look at the condition that Steve was in and you didn't know how much longer he had on this earth. So you certainly want to make sure that you're capturing every moment with your loved ones. So we decided to go by and talk with my parents and both of them were, were both home. So we had a great conversation and uh, they even fed us park dinner there. Um, I don't know if that's <laughs> detail is relevant, but I think it's just, again, you appreciate those who are around you and, and the love that you give and that you get. So we wound up going home and I would say probably not even three hours later total that we had left uh, Steve's house, we had received word that he had passed away. And I, I immediately, in my mind, went to the handshake. And to just to think that I may have been the last person to shake his hand. And I will forever remember that. And perhaps that was just Steve being Steve. You know, he just, again, being the man that he was, just being himself. Or perhaps it was another sign to me that he was passing along the responsibility and asking me indirectly, to take care of his family, which I'm happy to do. So to Elaine, Karen, Heather, Kristen, Molly, (laughs) can't forget Molly, and the rest of the family, I, we, my wife and I offer our condolences, but we also offer our support through the immediate future and beyond. I enjoy listening to all the great stories about Steve, and I hope we can continue to relive all the funny and great moments that made up his life. So Steve, rest in peace. You'll be missed.